Merry Christmas, Divas fans. Merry Christmas. Welcome to ep- I don't even know what episode this is because I forgot to look. It's, it's the, the Christmas, Christmas episode. It's the Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kirsty, one of your divas, and Casey is also here, but far away because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Still. There's still a pandemic. <laughs> it's so shit. It is. It's awful. It's the week before Christmas. In fact, it's like at the time of recording, it's what, five days before Christmas? Five days till Christmas. I've got a coffee and a mince pie. Oh, I've got a glass of squash and a bottle of Coke. Because <laughs> I've eaten everything else in the house. Oh, no. Yeah, so the Christmas is cancelled, according to the UK government mm-hmm. and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But we thought we'd do a Christmas special episode, because we haven't done one for a while, and try to bring a little bit of festive banter into your everyday life. Some festive joy. Festive joy. I've got I've yeah. got bells. You do have bells. Santa's here. But I've got a pie. You've got. <laughs> I'm like sitting in my pajamas. I don't even have anything festive on. I'm sitting in my pajamas and a hoodie because it's a bit cold in this room. What are you doing for Christmas, Casey? Are you are you staying in? I am. Well, my my plans have changed since yesterday because apparently we have four tiers in a three tier system now. Yeah. Um. So, I am going to see my parents on the afternoon of Christmas Day and having dinner with them and then coming home. Because it's illegal for me to stay overnight there. Yeah, because as of midnight on Boxing Day, the whole of mainland Scotland is in Tier 4. Mm-hmm. Which, did that? I think that did exist in Scotland, did it? It did exist in Scotland, yeah. There was but not, not in the rest of the UK. Not in the rest of the UK, no. They had a three-tier system. We had a four-tier system. England have kind of just made one up and whacked it on the top. Yeah. In fact, do we have a five-tier system? I don't even know. Now that sounds... Maybe. Because I think... I'm going to Google it. This is like... this is we're, we're back at it just Googling everything that we see. Because mm-hmm. we have no idea what we're talking about. I know definitely we had at least four because my sister lives in Glasgow and I know you live in Glasgow and you've been four for... Yeah, we've been four for a little while. We just back dropped back down to three. Yeah, for a week. Less mm-hmm. than a week, maybe. Five. Yes, we have five. We have five, okay. I don't know what five is. I don't think anyone's ever been tier five. I think tier five is like you're not allowed to leave the square foot you're in when it's announced. Yeah, you're not allowed to look out the window. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 it doesn't. It goes four's the highest. It goes zero to five. Four, sorry. Oh, So okay. four is the absolute highest, and then zero is the lowest. Where you, like, zero you can meet indoors with eight people from three households and things can open and stuff, but, and then four is the highest. Okay. Non-essential shops shut. You can meet six, up to six people outdoors and stuff like that. You can't see anybody in your house and everything, all hospitality I think closes and gyms and... So it's it's kind of a misnomer because tier zero sounds like it should be no lockdown, no restrictions at all. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tier zero you'd think would be before like BC. Yeah. I was tier three. In fact I still am tier three, which is kind of what we're used to. Like some restaurants are open, mm-hmm. most of the shops are open, but they try and get you not to go to them. And then we're going up to four, which is everything shuts basically, for at least three weeks. Yeah, at least three weeks. Anyway, Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering, that's why we're here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my hands up and say that I have no clue what's going on because I have been completely preoccupied with 
um, having a small child and also feeling like shit. So I'm going to get you to give me give me a rundown of what's happened this year because I, I only know sort of in passing that things have happened. Sure. Give me the lowdown. Give me the magic 2020 lowdown. Okay, well... Okay. Also, just to interrupt, can you believe that it was this year that Theros Beyond Death came out? I know, right? <laughs> Uro came out this year. Yep. That was it. Was this year? I I drafted that set in paper. So what what's happened in twenty twenty? Um, as you say, Theros Beyond Death came out. That was in the before times. That was in the before times. It had Uro in it, uh-huh. and um, Oko was still about as well. I'm pretty sure. Remember Oko? No, Oko didn't get banned this year. You sure? Hang on. If Oko got banned this year, I'm hanging up and, and cancelling this podcast recording. No, uh, oh no, November 2019, he was banned in standard. Oh, okay. Okay, thank God for that. <laughs> banned in Pioneer in December. Oko was initially banned from Brawl in early November 2019, then from standard a few weeks later, got suspended from historic and banned in Pioneer in December, and got banned from modern in early um, January. Yeah, okay, so Oko got banned. Oko did get banned in 2020, just in modern. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Theros Beyond Death came out, and it had Uro because, because obviously Blue Green needed a new busted mythic. Yeah. After Oko got banned. Um, See, I, I'm more attached to Oko than I was. I'm more attached to Uro sorry, than I was to Oko because I played Uro in Sultai something in Pioneer, and it was sure. really fun. <laughs> Is he still legal in Pioneer? I think. It's... No, banned in December last year. Oh, wait, no, Uro. Uro, yeah. Sorry. I've... These Simic two-syllable... Yeah, no, it's legal. It's legal in everything. Apart... Yeah, Uro's legal in everything. So, then Ikoria came out, and it had lots of Godzilla nonsense. Oh, God, that was this year as well. That was this year, yeah. Holy shit. Um, I Ikoria... forgot that. I forgot that set existed completely. Ikoria was really good. It was a really good limited format. I really enjoyed it. That must have been around the time that lockdown started. Yeah, because that was the first pre-releases to get cancelled. Yes. And, um, oh, I saw someone mention this on Twitter yesterday. GP Seattle was supposed to be a Coria team sealed. That would have been fucking majestic. What set, wait, what set was Companions in? That was a Coria. That was this year? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Companions was a Coria. No, it wasn't. Oh my god, it was. It Holy was. Shit, that was this year. Yeah. First card banned in vintage in god knows how long. Oh yeah. And the little otter that they just immediately banned in Commander. Yeah. That's fucked me up. I can't believe that was this year. That was and this year. It wasn't even year. like in January, that was like... No, no, that was like March or April or something. I won't believe it. <laughs> like, I know you're right, but I won't believe it. Um, what else have we had in 2020? Double Masters. This is going to be a wild ride. It is. <laughs> for me. Double Masters. God, when was that? That must have been the summer. Yep. Um, it's it's VIP packs. Remember the VIP packs? Remember all the controversy? Wait, was that the one that was like $99, $99 or something? Yeah, the $100 boosters. That was this year. That was this year, yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh, no. That was like... that was. Less than six months ago. Yeah. That was August, September, October. That was five months ago. Yeah. Oh no, this is I can't. <laughs> I think I did one draft of Double Masters on Magic Online, and it was really good. 
I think I got one double masters booster now that I'm like clawing my mind back. I got a, a voucher for one of the magic vendors for my birthday, I think, for my work colleagues. And I bought two commander decks and I think I bought a double masters booster because I had some left over. I can't even remember what commander there must have been a courier. And I think I got a double masters booster as well. I was shite, put nothing in it. Yeah. But that was five months ago. So it's 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 interesting that you remember the the magic sets from the the bullshit that happened around them because we yeah. remember Pharos because of Uro, yeah, and we remember Ikoria because of Companion, and we remember Double Masters because of ninety nine dollar boosters. I think it's because I haven't played. I've played some arena, but very little, like maybe like a couple of hours max. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't played so. All of my sort of awareness of magic sets has come from spectating Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it's like it's just like watching discourse on Twitter. Basically, like I have no, I have no other sort of context. So maybe that's why it feels so long ago because I haven't had any sort of ongoing awareness. Yeah, it's just been kind of at the time people complaining about stuff. So what else have we had? We've had Core Set Twenty Twenty One with four 400- hundred thousand different versions of the same card yeah i i have i know nothing about corset 2020 i don't even remember what was in corset 2021 to shut up not that to fairy with the stupid abilities that the, wasn't this year the phasing one yeah <laughs> i can't cope with this i actually that was this year that was this year yeah yeah there was a card referencing phasing printed in standard and in, in this year this is this is this is ruining my life <laughs> I can't believe that was this year. Do you know what else was this year? Secret Layer Ultimate Edition. What's that? That was the Fetchlands. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was? Oh, no. That was this summer. I can't believe Teferi was this year. It's funny that everybody thought that was going to be really stupid, and it's not really. It's, it's not. It's not really, yeah. Oh, yeah, you may activate loyalty abilities of Teferi on any player's turn any time you can cast an instant. Yeah. I feel like I've played against that. On Arena, maybe? I must have. I don't know why, when in July and August I would have had time to play Arena, but... Yeah. And the Fetchlands were this The Fetchlands were this summer, yeah. When were they released? Because I remember them sort of being people talking about them in... Um, I think it was around July? I feel like... Like, you know, the, it's like the opposite of... Um, if you like sleeping for... 100 years or something and then waking up and feeling like things that were 100 years ago happened yesterday mm-hmm. I feel like this is the opposite things that like... happened yesterday feel like 100 years ago well yeah. I mean it's, it's because you've been awake all year yeah basically but it just feels like it's like the opposite of that it, everything just feels so long ago yeah I don't understand time's weird like there must be some phenomenon that makes that happen but I don't know what it is it's just weird like it's just bizarre. I've never had a situation where I've felt like things that happened this year happened so far away. I sound high as balls, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean, I know what you mean. So then um, War of the Spark to Ferry got banned about an hour and a half before it was due to rotate out of standard. As in like, the three mana one? The three mana one, yeah. I think I was the only person that wasn't annoyed by that to Ferry, but I think that's because I played decks that were so fast that I just didn't really care because I played a lot of Gruel Agro. Sure. And I just didn't, I just didn't give a shit about it. It didn't really affect me. Yeah. But everybody else seemed to hate it. It was so annoying. You, you but, turned off all your counter spells, Kirsty. I was playing. See, I don't play counter spells, so 
give a fuck. Counter spells are the best though. But everybody complained about it for ages and ages and ages and then they banned it super late. Yeah. I remember being annoyed about that for a reason that I can't remember. I forget what it was, but I, I like it wasn't I didn't mind to ferry, but I do remember being kind of annoyed that they decided to ban it at the eleventh hour. Yeah. I can't remember why. And then we had uh, Zendikar Resurgent, not Zendikar Resurgent, Zendikar Rising. Rising. Zendikar Resurgent's a card. Zendikar Rising. Yeah, which I know nothing about. With, with Omnath. Nom 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 nath. Omnath's been banned, hasn't he? Omnath's been banned, yeah. It's a card with green and blue in the mana cost. Of course it's been banned. Oh yeah, it was the two. It was. <laughs> it was the four color one. Yeah. Five color. Four color. Four four color. Four color. Yeah. What else was in Zendikar Rising? Let's look. Double-faced right. modal cards. Oh, those. I've played... This is the only... I think probably the only set out of this whole year that I've played. Oh, Canyon Jerboa. This is the yeah. only set of this whole year that I've not played any of at all. I don't, I don't even know any of the cards. So I'm looking through them now. It's it's good. It's like the the modal double-faced cards um, are such a nice thing to have because it just it makes makes your land base feel so much better so those are the lands that have two sides right well there are cards that have two sides they've got a land on the back and something else on the front sometimes it's a land on the front um Uh more often than not at the moment it's a creature on the front right i'm gonna Um, have to go and oh lotus cobra lotus cobra's not been banned has it no lotus cobra's not been banned but people want to see this is all coming back to me now. People were asking for Lotus Cobra to be banned and it wasn't. It's all coming back. Yeah. I remember now. Omnath was the problem, not Lotus Cobra. Because the deck was just too good. Yeah. Right, I, it's all it's all coming back. There he is, Omnath, Locus of Creation. Yeah, that is a stupid card. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really stupid card. But yeah, I really enjoyed Zendikar. I played a lot of Zendikar. It's it's still chugging along in standard. Standard's actually decent after they've cleared the decks with barring a million cards. Until they release the next set. What is the next set? Well, Galtide. no, 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 there's been another set out. Commander Legends came out. Oh, yeah, no, I remember that. I thought you meant like another standard set. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. Okay, I've just, <laughs> I've just completely missed that entirely. Do you know, not remember, they reprinted Black Lotus. Oh, yeah, that wasn't this year. That was about a month ago. No... That was literally last month, Kirsty. Stop. Oh, that. See, okay, I can accept that being this year, right? But last month, no. <laughs> I won't accept it being last month. I do remember that though, and and everybody went mad about it, and actually it turned out that it wasn't as good as everybody thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's really pretty, to be fair. It is. It's gorgeous. It's really nice. So, the one the one theme that I've noticed with every set they've released this year is they fucking knocked out the park for draft. Every single one they have knocked out the park. Like standard's been a bit of a shit show, but draft's been so good. It's been so, every set it's been so good with the exception of Secret Layer Ultimate Edition because you can't draft that. No, that'd be a really um, quick draft. Yeah. But um Commander Legends draft was great. Um, the games can be a bit long on Magic Online, but I think that's more the fault of Magic Online than anything else. Yeah. Um, Zendikar, the drafts were great. The core set drafts were great. Uh, Double Masters drafts were fantastic. Ikoria drafts were fantastic. Theros drafts were great. 
The whole year, whole year has been fantastic for Limited. A redeeming feature. Yeah. Finally. We found it. The, to be fair, I'm not surprised that they managed to get at least one decent draft set, given that the year has been about 567 days long. Yeah. You would think they'd have to hit lucky eventually. But they've all been good. They've all been really good draft sets. That's really sad, though, that they've all been like incredible and they've not been able to be played in paper for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, we started having, when the restrictions were kind of lifted a little bit, we, we started, because I run um, like unsanctioned FNM events mm-hmm. locally, and we started looking at getting some events back. Like, obviously, we couldn't do limited because people would have had to be too close together to draft and stuff like that. But yeah. we thought, okay, we can maybe do standard like really with really really like we had a huge list of rules like people are only allowed to walk one way round to stop people proper bumping into each other and yeah. we're gonna have to clean everything and you weren't able to touch anybody else's things and we had this big list and we were all ready to go and then i think they bring in the tears something happened and basically we couldn't do it but we'd had trial commander nights and stuff just mm-hmm. to see how to see how socially distant we could make it yeah um, and we were we were ready to go and i think literally we were we were i was about we were coming up to the first event that we were going to have back and then I think the tiers came in and or new rules came in that basically said you can't have more than six people in one room and yeah. we, were, we can't you can't run a magic event with six people no that's pretty shit so we couldn't do that so that was sad the last magic event I went to I think was in March and it was like a 1k qualifier I think it might have been standard and I nearly made top eight and then after that, it all went a bit tits up. I think the last one I went to would have been a Theros Beyond Death draft. I miss magic. I miss magic. I miss paper magic. Arena's just not... It's not the same. I miss paper magic. I even miss playing against people I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's bad when you're like, thinking about people. <laughs> you're like, God, God I, I miss like sitting down at a magic event and wishing they would shut the fuck up. Yeah. God, it's so awful. But Cal time's out soon. Cal time's out soon. So I've missed most of the Cal time spoilers, so give me the rundown. Oh, oh it looks great. So it's um I'm sure you you know the the shtick, but it's um it's a Norse based set. Vikings. Vikings, yeah. So we don't have a lot of spoilers yet. Um there's been a few sort of early previews because They've been doing this promotion with lots of metal bands, where they've got metal bands to reveal some early cards because Vikings. Yeah, I saw um, that, but I think, like, as someone that doesn't listen to a lot of metal, I think the, the coolness of it was kind of lost on me because I, I think I recognised two of them. I feel, oh, it was sweet. I feel like if you're, in, so if you're really into metal, then that's probably, like, yeah. the, 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 the pinnacle. So we've got um, the first spoilers that we, we kind of knew about where the other four pathways we knew the other four pathways were going to be in cal time yeah so they weren't really a surprise we knew from sort of leaked packaging that kaya was probably going to be in cal time yeah um but kaya is sweet kaya has now been revealed and she's sweet so she is three a bite and a black for a five loyalty planeswalker her kaya plus the, I the inexorable i thought that said insufferable <laughs> Kaya the inexorable. Sure. Um, so it's ghost form because it says put a ghost form counter. Is that a mechanic? No, no, it's just the name of the counter. Right. So 
Plus one is put a ghost form counter on up to one target non-token creature. It gains when this creature dies or is put into exile, return it to its owner's hand and create a 1-1 white spirit creature token with flying. I'm so glad that's not a mechanic because that would be fucking stupid if it was. It's cool though. I love a, I love a, because the minus three is exile target non-land permanent. I do love a yeah. black, white, black, white planeswalker that you can just drop and immediately exile something. Yeah, yeah, the minus three is great. And then her ultimate is minus seven. You get an emblem with, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may cast a legendary spell from your hand, from your graveyard, or from among cards you own in exile without paying its mana cost. That's really good when you can do it, what, two turns after you play her? Uh, yeah, yeah, she goes to six a turn you play her, then seven oh, no, on it's turn. Oh, it's the turn after you play her then, that's even better. No, because it's a minus seven. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm I can't count. Yeah, you need to wait two turns. Um, what else have we got? We've got gods because it's a a Norse set, so of course we've got gods. Yes. And the gods have two really sweet aspects. Weapons on their butts. They've got weapons on their butts. That's one of them. Yeah. So we've only seen one of the gods so far, which is the the white one, Halvar, god of battle. Uh, but he's a modal double faced card, and on the other side, he's got his weapon. So I can only assume that there's probably going to be five monocoloured gods and they're probably all going to have their weapons on the other side. Nice. Which is sweet because that might make them more playable and standard because you don't need to worry about drawing multiple copies of a legendary creature because you can drop the first one as the creature and the second one as the equipment. That's clever. Um, and the other thing that's, that's nice is that unlike the gods from Theros, or the gods from Amon Ket, or the god Eternals from War of the Spark, they can die. Thank God. You can just kill them, which is such a flavour win. Yeah, I was going to say, like, lore-wise, that, that kind of fits in. Yeah, because if, 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 you're, if you're confused about that, Norse gods can die, and they, they die in their sagas. It's just a thing that happens to them. Uh, so what else have we got? Sagas are back because you can't do a Viking set without sagas, no. obviously. Um, and changelings back. Love a changeling. So we've got a we've got a nice sweet card called Realm Walker, which is a a two three for two in a green, has changeling. Uh-huh. As it enters the battlefield, you choose a creature type. You can look at the top card of your library at any time, and you can cast creature spells of the chosen type from the top of your library, which is pretty cool. I noticed there's also a wolf called Realm Eater. Yes. Which must be really annoying for the Realm Walker. It probably is, yeah. Cut about the realms and this big dog's eating them. Yeah. Saroth, Realm Eater. It's like, fuck's sake, Saroth. Why do you do this, Saroth? I noticed that these pathways, like, these, these pathways have lands that are different colour on the back. Was that the same with the other ones, or am I... That, that was the same with the, the other ones. Right. All, all, all the pathways, yeah. So there was there was six pathways in Zendikar Rising, and four of them, four of the two colour combinations were missing, and those four are in this Kaldheim set. So we, we when Kaldheim releases, we will have the full set of ten pathways. Right. So Kaldheim's also got your Invitational card. My invitational card? Yeah. Oh, I, hang on. I went through and I didn't see it. Magda Brazen Outlaw. She's a, a dwarf berserker for one and a red. 
She's a 2-1. She gives other dwarves you control plus 1 plus 0. Whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token. Mm-hmm. And you can sacrifice five dre- treasures to search your library for an artifact or dragon card and put that card onto the battlefield. Ah, oh, look, and she's like sitting on a dragon. Yeah. Do you know what I, th- I really like, by the way, and my husband doesn't agree, but the all art. Oh, the showcase frames. Yeah. They're fucking gorgeous. I think they're so They're cool. so nice. Yeah, I really, really like I'm I'm not normally overly awed by like the showcase cards like they're kind of nice but i do really really like the caldheim ones Mm -hmm. just the art style they're so good i do like what else has got an all art i need to go look now uh halvar and um sarul frelmeter it's the um all the legendary creatures but i do the art the the showcase art for us the showcase art for magda is really nice for magda is so good it's so good it's ridiculous like it I don't think it does enough to, um, well, eh, I was going to I don't think it does enough to go into my Dragon Commander deck, but maybe it does. Well, no, I don't play any Dwarfs, actually, so it doesn't, and I don't think I've got anything that makes treasures, but it's really cool. I kind of want one just to have. Yeah. So, we still don't know much about the set, but we've we've had enough cards revealed yeah. that we can kind of guess at some of the themes. So, it looks like we're going to have white, red is... Dwarves, but it's not dwarf tribal. It's sort of equipment and vehicles. Dwarves and little cars. Blue red is going to be giants. Uh huh. Red. Well, oh no, we've done both the reds because it, it looks like it's um opposing colours. So blue green, we don't know. It's the only one we don't really know anything about. Uh-huh. Uh Green black is elves, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, lots more mono black elves and black white is angels. Everyone loves an elf. Yeah. An but we're getting chef. more mono black angels. Nice. And the the black angels appear to be angel berserkers, which is sweet as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Berserker Valkyries. Let's talk about let's because it, it's not been spoiled yet, but let's talk about Nico Aris. Let's talk about Nico Aris, yes. Because the card hasn't actually been spoiled yet, but Nico Aris has, as a character, been revealed? Yes. So yeah, there's, there's two new Planeswalkers um, in in the set. There's, I can't remember the elf's name, um, but there's Buff Elf Dude <laughs> and Nico Aris. We're going to call Buff Elf Dude. I don't even care what his name is. But yeah, we've got Nico Aris, who's the first canonically non-binary planeswalker in the magic pantheon. Yeah. Which is cool. It is cool. And they just look cool. They do. Like, they've actually got my friend Max's hair. Which yeah, I is, saw that. Which is awesome. It is amazing. Yeah, but I, like, I, I, we don't know what colour they're going to be. Um, we do. We do. They're blue. Do we? Yeah. Oh, okay. I it was read. it was detailed in the the article sort of creating Nico Aris. Which I've obviously read. Um they are Tyver Tyver Kell is the buff elf dude. We're just gonna call him what if elves but hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is buff. Yes. Fuck. Like I'm just looking at it now, his arms the size of my entire upper body. What what if elves but also the WWE champion? Because look at that massive wrestling belt he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> World Wrestling Elves. Yeah. That's what WWE stands for. It's not Walk yeah. with Elias, it's World Wrestling Elves. 
but yeah, so Nico is mono blue, but they're not going to be your typical mono blue planeswalker because everyone we've had so far, sort of Jace, Teferi, Tamio, Narset, they've all been about your sort of scholarly. I am blue and I'm extremely intelligent and I will outthink you with my mind. Um, I don't know. That that was that was just that was just generic mono blue planeswalker. I don't know who it was supposed to be, but there it turns out there's other aspects to blue. Who who knew? Um, and one of one of those is the the betterment of oneself through training to perfect a skill. So Nico is an athlete from Theros. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that 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 sort of ideology. Uh-huh. So they were destined to be um, the world's greatest javelin year and never lose at any of their javelin contests. So so they decided fuck destiny and threw a match. Good for them. Like deliberately lost to fuck with destiny. Which is sweet. Yeah. Um unfortunately for Nico Clothis of the God of Destiny took Umbridge and uh sent her her servants after them, so that ignited their planeswalker spark and now they find themselves on Caltine. As you do. And we we don't really know much beyond that, other than that they're quite early in their planeswalker journey. I really like Nico. Also, I'm like reading yeah. this article and it says that um, they can conjure shards of mirror-like magical energy and like make throwing shit. Yeah. Um, but each shard can be imbued with the power to absorb the first living being it touches other than Nico, containing them in an extra-dimensional space for a limited time. Imagine how handy that would be. Yeah, be in, sweet. The, in the shops when someone's getting too close to you, not absorbing, the, not absorbing, observing <laughs> the, t- the two meter rule. You could just you just, you just lob like, a, trap you, them in a pocket dimension uh, for five just, minutes. <laughs> just lob a mirror like magical energy shard and yeah. then just get them in the way. That'd be so handy. That person's mask isn't they covering their nose? Yeet! <laughs> it goes over your nose. Yeah, that would that would be great. I would I would use them all the time for stupid shit like. Oh, totally. <laughs> like, just don't like the look of that person. <laughs> that's they look that's shifty. maybe a bit much. <laughs> they look shifty AF. <laughs> Someone comes up to the pram and starts talking to the baby with no mask on. Oh no. That happens all the fucking time. It's so annoying. Oh, you're not smiling today, and it's like, no, that didn't my mate. Back off. Yeah. Breathe all over my child. Stop COVID in my baby. Yeah. See, I don't know why old people feel the need to do that. They're not breathe over my child. I don't really want anybody to breathe over my child, regardless. Yeah. But especially not in the current climate. Yeah. I'd fucking breathe all over my bairn. Anyway, Nico Harris, very cool. Excellent hair. Fantastic hair. We're a Fantastic fan. style as well. Predictably, people, <laughs> people were. Uh, Let's have a little rager, shall we? Let's have a, just a little Let's have a little just one, a little just a little one. one before we do the big rager. Let's have a little rager, because predictably, um, when Nico Aris was kind of revealed, people had opinions. Of course they did. I got into a lot of fights on Facebook, because... <laughs> of there's course the whole... you did! <laughs> well, there's the whole thing where people are like... Like, all these... Okay, so let's let's be real. All these non, non-binary people... Mm-hmm. 
are going, why does it matter? Like, why does it matter? And are getting really pissed off that people are celebrating this non-binary character. And it's like, of course it doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Like, it's not about you. They're going, why does it matter? It's like, well, to you it doesn't. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. There's, like, plenty of shit that doesn't matter to you that matters. You know, like, I don't know, fucking abortion rights, for example. Probably doesn't specifically matter to you. Yeah. But it matters to a big enough demographic of... That's uh, that's bad English. A big enough section of the population that people are going to... I'm not as good at raging as you are. <laughs> <laughs> the, th- the thing is, though, it's like... It's, it was only Nico that got it. No one was all up in your hot elf guy reveals going... Why does it matter that there's, there's a new hot elf planeswalker? <laughs> Yeah. Like, you, you're clearly annoyed about this because they're non-binary. And honestly, why don't you just fuck off? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's as simple as I can put it. That's basically it, yeah. It's just so... It's so people are always... I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I genuinely... Because it happens every time. It happens every time anyone highlights any character as being you know, part of a demographic that is not often represented. Like, yeah. it used to happen all the time with women, and, you know, representation of women has got significantly better, I would say, over the past few years. Yeah. Um, But now it happens with non-binary characters, um, you know, trans characters, things like that. Mm-hmm. People just people just, just lose their shit, and it's like, I don't understand, fair enough, you don't you don't understand the, the idea of representation, because you don't have to worry about the idea of representation, because you are almost singularly represented yeah if not you know in the in the in the um in the the characters because they're they're diversifying the characters but in in the player base Uh there's just you make up a substantial portion of the player base like and you know you don't you don't understand that but why i don't why the the thing that always bugs me right is the same people that argue oh you shouldn't bring this into the the game should politicise it. Why does it matter? Are the same people that go, nobody cares about the lore anyway? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't care about the lore anyway, why the fuck does it matter to you? My favourite comment that I saw in in a, a Facebook group was somebody saying that, a dude, obviously, mm-hmm. saying that wizards bringing things like this into the game and highlighting things like this just <laughs> was just going to cause divide and arguments it's like well it wouldn't if you just shut the fuck up about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like why are you posting saying this is a bad idea it's just going to cause arguments when you know that's going to cause an argument yeah maybe if you just shut up and listen to the people that are saying this is really good and i'm really happy about it that wouldn't, you know, like people. That's the whole cause of the argument. I don't, I don't get it. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's the, like the, why can't it's, you? It's like I can solve your problem immediately. Just yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's, it's not, it's not the existence of a non-binary planeswalker that causes arguments. It's the complaints about the existence of a non-binary planeswalker that causes arguments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you just shut up, yeah, exactly. there won't be any division in arguments. If you just closed your mouth for a second and looked at all the people that are saying this is a good thing because I feel like I'm represented in the community that I've been part of for several years, Yeah. then there wouldn't be any arguments. It's like, yeah. I can literally solve this problem for you immediately. Just, you know, take a step back and consider not... That's that's basically it. 
Yeah. I just don't get it. Like, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't understand why you need it. You've already got Ashiok. Well, first of all. <laughs> first of all. You've already got one. <laughs> first of all. Yeah, you you've got you've got one. Is that not <laughs> enough for you? Sharp, sharp at your non-binary planeswalker. Secondly, Ashiok's not non-binary. We just don't know what Ashiok's gender is. Yeah. Third, I I don't have any issues with someone not feeling represented by a nightmare creature of like that haunts the dreams <laughs> like, of yeah, everyone. Like, why are you happy with this representation in this nightmare character that eats dreams? Oh, you've already got Karn as well. Karn's a fucking robot. <laughs> why can't, why can't you, a human, feel represented by this robot? <laughs> it's like, so, British supermarket Sainsbury's did a Christmas advert. Um, and it was nice. It was all about, you know, Christmas memories and what people were remembering about Christmas and it was like kind of flashbacks to previous Christmas uh-huh. season. The dad had a little song about his gravy boat and it was great and it was nice but the family in it were black and people complained because of course they did. Sainsbury's, that a black Sainsbury's ruined Christmas. I can't relate to <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> the fucking Aldi Christmas advert that everyone goes off their tits about is a family of <laughs> anthropomorphised carrots. Yeah. Like <laughs> like the fucking Argus advert had blue fuzzy aliens. That was, you know, that was that was beloved. That, that was char- fine. That was fine. Beloved and charming, but a black family celebrating Christmas. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It's just, it's just, it's, like, it's like that. Oh yeah, like you can have your metal robot and you can have your nightmare dream eater. Yeah. But you want, you know. You want someone that looks human. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh no, no, no. We can't be having that. <laughs> No humans for you. <laughs> Shut up and play with your robot. Yeah. Also, like, here's the thing. There's a big difference between having a character that's incident. Is this Karn? I thought Karn was male, personally. But maybe Car- just, Karn right? uses he/him pronouns because right. Karn doesn't give a shit because he's a robot. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But like, there's a big difference between having a character like say Karn or you know to a sort of I guess a lesser extent Ashok but having a character that's incidentally not, I'm using this air quotes here like non-binary uh-huh. and having a character that wizards are specifically saying this is a non-binary character yeah because they're actually specifically putting out there that this is a character that is 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 representing these these people in their in their player base yeah and there's a big difference between that and a character just accidentally people assuming you know like being a robot is yeah. is, is is non-binary it's, it's, it's a more positive actual proactive message you know saying we see you and we are you know we are we are saying in, in the story that we see you and we want you to be involved yeah there's there's also a difference between something like karn who has always really been a supporting character with a a brief um a brief role as villain in the Phyrexian invasion of Meriden. But he's really always been a supporting character. And Ashiok has always been a villain. Like Ashiok's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um whereas Nico is a protagonist. Yeah. Nico is a 
focal story character. I guess it's kind of the same concept as a lot of people get really upset when a a story or you know, like a piece of media will take like an LGBT character and then like kill them off. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of thing. Like it's like you have representation, but it's not. It's not. It's great. not good representation. It's not po- yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not positive. If you're not demonising it by you know making them into a villain, then you're kind of saying that they're disposable because you just kind of kill them off. Mm-hmm. You kind of want you want representation to be like you said front and centre. You want them. You want it to be positive. You want them to be like a protagonist. Mm-hmm. You don't want to kind of trivialise it by you know making them a character that's just killed off or turning them into a nightmare spectre that eats your dreams. Yeah. But people just don't. I, I, I don't. I don't understand if it's just people willfully don't want to listen to th- to to people explaining that, or if they just genuinely don't understand. And people did try to explain, and it's just people. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. I just can't. And then they complain that people people start being really rude to them, and it's like, but you're being so willfully ignorant. Yeah. That eventually people are just going to lose their temper and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, what? who has time? One. You're being willfully ignorant. Two, you have this conversation maybe once every four months. Marginalised groups have this conversation every other day. Yeah. Of course we're fucking tired. Well, that's the thing as well. People always complain when when they get a a, a snappy or a negative response. And it's like, marginalised groups have this conversation multiple times a day. And, Mm -hmm. like... As, as someone that has talked on the internet at length about sexism and, you know, women and magic and stuff like that, it gets really difficult after a point to tell the difference between someone who's asking questions because they genuinely want to be educated and want to hear your point of view and someone that's asking questions in bad faith. Yeah. And it's really easy, and I'm guilty of it, to, like, after a point you do just assume that everyone is asking questions in bad faith. And then you get snappy and you just don't, you don't even entertain them. Yeah. And then people completely misinterpret that as, oh, they're so rude. They're like, what the fuck? They're, they're so, you know, reactive and aggressive and, and stuff like that. And it's like, no, it's just, it's just when you get so many people engaging with you with um, like negative goals mm-hmm. that you just don't have the time to, to kind of go through the motions yeah. Of assuming you don't you, you don't have the sort of mental energy to go through the motions of assuming that everyone's trying to talk to you with with positive intentions, basically. Yeah. It's just too because because the majority of people don't. It's the eighth time today I've had this conversation, and it's the yeah. fourth it's the fourth time I've had this conversation on this Facebook post. But you can't <laughs> see the other three because the the other person involved in the conversation was such an arse that the mods deleted the thread. It's just it, it it's it's just difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the more people kind of realise that, a getting a negative response to a question, you know, have a little empathy and put yourself in the position of the person that's doing the explaining and realise yeah. that they have this conversation a lot, and probably with people that aren't wanting to get anything good out of it. Yeah. And b, like if you don't understand something you have the wealth of the internet at your fingertips. Like, everybody's got a smartphone. You can literally Google anything. Google exists. Wikipedia exists. Yeah, just Google. Like, literally, you could put any any search string about representation and why marginalised groups are tired of explaining things, and you will get a, a plethora of 
resources that will help you. Mm-hmm. I I explained to somebody yesterday on Twitter that um about about staying in your lane and when it comes to like marginalised groups that you're not part of mm-hmm. and not not kind of getting involved with their directly with with issues that affect them because you don't really have any kind of understanding of what it's like to be part of that group unless you are if that yeah. makes sense yeah and like you don't get to have an opinion on things within that group that affect that group uh-huh. and that's why people kind of get a bit they kind of push back if you start trying to get involved and kind of aligning yourself there because it's not your lane to be in yeah like you can support but you don't get to have an opinion on things in that group i'm, I'm being really vague because i can't think of an example off the top of my head but well in the in the article about creating nico if you look at the the team that was a, like in charge of creating the character they're mostly non-binary and trans people yeah and uh the interviewer was talking to talking about the the process of creating the character and one of the trans people on the team said well i don't have experience in being a non-binary person or or dealing with that in everyday life i have a sort of tangential experience in that i'm trans but it's not the same thing but i was on the uh design team for alesha who smiles at death as well and i remembered one of the lessons from that team that i taught to the cis people that were on that team which is shut up and listen to the experiences of the people who have the experience exactly so what I did was I shut up and I listened to the non-binary people on the team. Yeah, exactly. And I believed what they told me. Yeah, it's just people people trivialising the sort of importance of things like representation and um, positive representation. Yeah. And and things like that that aren't a lot of it. I'm, I'm going to be blunt and offend a lot of people, but a lot of it is just cis dudes that don't that have always been represented considerably like in in this sort of game itself and in the player base mm-hmm. and on all the broadcasts and in all the sort of public figures like they've always been very even a few years ago very very heavily represented mm-hmm. and like it's i guess it when you have that so readily available it is kind of difficult to appreciate how important it is for someone else but i think a lot of people just don't want to as well mm-hmm. Like, they're just not willing to kind of take a step back, for whatever reason. I don't know if they just don't realise or if they don't want to, but anyway. A lot with a lot of a lot of arguments on, on social media with people who mostly don't want to or weren't listening. Yeah. So the moral of the story is basically if, if someone's telling you something about their experience and it's not one that you can relate to... Listen! Don't dismiss it as being ridiculous because it's not something you've experienced. Because you can't experience it unless you are part of that group. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up and listen. Can we talk about the fourth planeswalker in Kaltheim? Who's the fourth planeswalker in Kaltheim? Oh, oh, he's back. He's back, Kirsty. <laughs> it's Tibble! Tibble! Yes! <laughs> I did see that, but I didn't actually know if it was Tibble or not. But it's I really Tibble. hoped... Tibalt! Is this a segue into our, our actual Tibalt's Rager? No, no, no! This is a segue into uh, talking about Tibalt! Tibalt, Tibalt, Tibalt! It looks like he's going to be playing the Loki role. Oh, God, I love it. Which is sweet! <laughs> Tibalt's Rager reprint, but it's got us in it. 
Oh, that'd be so good. It's that not going to happen, but it'd be so good. <laughs> yeah. I really hope he's playable. I hope he's playable. I really do. I mean, War of the Spark, Tibble wasn't unplayable. Oh, no. I've just, I'm looking at the, the uh, MTG wiki page and Tibble is every single dude on MT, MTG social media. <laughs> Listen to this. After the War of the Spark, Tibble began harassing Chandranalar. <laughs> sake oh Tibble oh no he is listen he, he is he is he's, he's force he's, he's every dude forcing women off social media aiming to torment her and revel in the pain he unleashed an attack on Chandra that caused her to planeswalk away from Zendikar <laughs> Tibble travelled to Calde sometime later to find Chandra's mother and learn more about the planeswalker he is he is such a he's a, he's a fucking yeah. reply guy yes he's, he's, he's a he's reply, reply guy, guy of magic <laughs> He's the reply guy of Magic the Gathering. He's the reply guy that got blocked, so made a new account. Yeah, he is. He admits he thrives in physical torment, psychic misery, and emotional anguish. Oh. Chandra realises that Tibble's aim is for her to lose herself, and they might be more evil than Bolas for that. He's a reply guy. Yep. She is done feeding Tibble, who she calls a parasite. Reply guy. She knocks him out and delivers him to the local authorities to deal with absolute reply guy goals. Yeah. Tibble was locked up by the local militia in a new rune-enforced prison that they claim can contain supernatural beings. Goals. Next sentence, Tibble somehow planeswalked to Kaldheim. <laughs> of course he did, he created a new account. Yeah. <laughs> he is. No, I, feel really, <laughs> I really hate our Tibble's Rager section. <laughs> there he seeks to seal the Sword of Realms in order to use it to bring chaos. Burner accounts. Multiple burner yep. accounts. Multiple burner accounts. Tibble is always looking for new ways to torture his victims. He's a reply guy. Yes. Pained defiance or shameful surrender. Every reaction is a pleasant surprise. Oh, you know, you know when um when you you try to I- explain, and it doesn't work to reply guys. So then you start trying to like belittle them to try and just get them to to fuck off, but they just thrive on it. Mm-hmm. Tibble is immune to Chandra's flames. He cares not for others, being selfish and sadistic to an almost inhuman degree. Fuck, I hope he's not playable. <laughs> oh, you were cheering for him two minutes ago. Yeah, and then I actually read it and realised he's every, <laughs> every single dude in my mentions whenever I post a blog post. Mm. Tibble loves to have fun in his own way, which is causing pain and misfortune to those around him. God, I hate him. I bet he's got an anime <laughs> profile picture. <laughs> Holy warriors poured into his workshop and found him in a room filled with jabbering devils and torture devices. So he's got his own Discord server. <laughs> so now that we've now that we've established that we've all met Tibble at some point in our journey through Tibble. the in our journey through the internet, let's have a Tibble's rager. So we already had a mini Tibble's rager, but the the main Tibble's rager for this. This year-end retrospective is is just this fucking year. Jesus Christ, this year. What? Just, what the fuck is going on? This year has lasted four centuries. It really has. Do you remember the murder hornets? Uh, do you remember when Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crash? Yeah. Do you remember Tiger King? Oh God, yeah. This year. He might be getting pardoned by Trump. That would not be the weirdest thing to happen this year. Nope. I haven't watched it. Like, have you watched it? Uh, I've watched the first half of it and then I gave up. 
because I was like, no one in this show has any redeeming features apart from that one <laughs> trans dude that they keep misgendering. I haven't watched it at all because it came out around about the time that I popped out a kid. Yeah. You remember when uh, Trump like bombed half of Iran this year? Remember, remember when uh, Mr. Peanut got killed off? That was actually so long ago, it feels like a dream. Yeah. Do you remember when Grimes and Elon Musk named their kid something which I'm pretty sure if you type it into like your text speech on your computer, it it just plays the uh, old school internet dial-up sound. Remember when Elon Musk was a cunt? I mean, that was that last was, week. <laughs> that, was, that was this morning. <laughs> Did you see that he like set a rocket off and it just exploded? Yeah. Remember when Kanye West announced he was running for president? Yeah, but wasn't that like this year, last time, and the time before that? Yeah. Do you remember the fucking mystery seats that people were like randomly getting in the post from China? Yeah. For no reason. What is going yep. on? I don't I, like. There's some Marvel comic shit going on. Uh, remember Australia being on fire? Yeah. Remember when all of Australia was on fire? Is Australia? Did it ever stop being on fire? Or did the virus just kind of? I think I think it stopped being on fire. I like how we're, we're at the stage in 2020 where things just happen that normally would be like, well, that's a bit odd. And now we're like, whatever. Yep. Sure. Like those, those like monoliths yeah. that kept popping up, which I'm pretty sure are like a marking stunt or something, but they, kept, they probably are. They kept appearing. And everybody was just like, okay. <laughs> like you pick the worst year possible to, <laughs> to implement your monolith marketing strategy because everybody's just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. The monoliths are here. Sure. Remember when Trump got a pe- impeached? A pe- Trump remember, remember when Trump got presented with a peach? <laughs> what has this year been fucking all about? It's just... I don't even... Harvey Weinstein got jailed this year. I don't even know where to start. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Remember when that fucking port exploded in Beirut? Yes. I sounded really excited there for a port that exploded, but you know what I mean? And, like, I miss all of my friends. I've seen, like, yeah. none of my friends since about March. I've seen Kirsty once since March. For about 20 minutes. Yeah. Because I visited and my child cried, so I went home. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen Casey once. I've seen most of my friends, like, once. I have, my, my child, like, sits up and eats food now and hardly anybody's met her yeah and that makes me really sad because nobody got to see her as a little squishy tiny baby we got to see lots of pictures though and she was gorgeous yeah because i take loads of pictures but that's the one thing that makes me sad is that most of my friends and actually quite a lot of my family are only going to see her when she's a toddler Mm -hmm. because she's one in april yeah that's and you know she's kind of she's still a baby but she's not a really tiny baby like she's a wee monkey but, you know, loads of people are, are not going to see her. And I had a big argument with somebody this morning, actually, about this. Well, not a big argument, but somebody was like, oh, but, you know, you should be, uh, you know, appreciate all the, the good stuff because, you know, you know, everybody's everybody's healthy and you get to spend all this time with your baby and and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but she's my f- first, if I have any more, like, which is unlikely, but she's my, my firstborn. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get to do that stuff again. And have like all my family visit this tiny little baby and have a firstborn again, even if I have any more. Yeah. Like it's really hard to kind of 
explain why I'm so sad about it I guess because it's just I was really looking forward to having all my family come around and because she's like the first grandchild and great grandchild on you know most sides Mm -hmm. and everybody kind of missed out on it and it's just really sad and you know they're not people aren't going to get to see her when she's a baby and we haven't been able to really go to any classes or anything and I haven't been able to take her anywhere and I've hardly seen you know I've seen the health visitor maybe like twice I think since she was born and it's just things like that that I, I kind of it's difficult to articulate why I'm really sad about it. She's not been to a magic tournament yet. She's not been to a magic tournament, no. Which like, means she'll never get a DCI number. No. Oh, she'll never get a DCI number. Like we were gonna take her to um like GP Liverpool, which was in July, and she would have been yeah. three months old, which in hindsight actually would have been I know it would have been fine actually. But like I was gonna take her in this magic tournament and introduce her to all my friends and it would have been great and all my friends were looking forward to it and it's just things like that. Yeah. that are just, nobody's going to get to meet my firstborn as a baby. Yeah. And I think that really kind of makes me sad because she was really cute as a baby. And babies are, like, nice. They just, they're, they're cute and they're squishy and they smell good and you can cuddle them in and they just kind of blink up at you and stuff. And, I'm so glad like, I got to smell her head when she was still wee. Smells so good, doesn't it? Yeah. Baby heads smell so good. They just smell so nice. I don't know what it is. It must be, like, some biological thing that just makes them smell good. Mm-hmm. But it smells, she smells, unless she's, like second it goes in her hair but normally her head smells amazing yeah but yeah it just it's, it sucks like i just really miss seeing all my friends and it's weird how even if you're super introverted because I'm, I'm i'm pretty I'm, fucking I'm, introverted i'm pretty introverted but even like staying in constantly not seeing anybody does absolutely like fucks you up yeah it really like, does because i think the thing is that if you're introverted you know you kind of socialize when you want to yeah and if you don't you'd be you you kind of you know you're happy kind of having your own space but you have the option at least to socialize with people when that you want to when you want to Mm -hmm. and now it's like you can't that's actually been taken away because even like going out to magic once a week for example and seeing people for a few hours even if i didn't see anybody else for the rest of that week i would probably be fine yeah but now it's like that that's not an option anymore that's not seen my mum since february oh god that's so that's shit but you get to see her at Christmas. I get to see her at Christmas for a few hours. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. I'm so hyped. I seem like I'm quite lucky, I guess. Now I see my mum quite a lot of the time because I'm kind of bub- I'm using like bubbled with her, I guess. Yeah. Because I have a small child. Um, but like I've seen my sister only a handful of times. I've seen my auntie that lives in the US. Fuck knows when I'm going to see her. Like Edith is definitely not going to be a baby when I see when I see her. Um, my sister's already had to cancel her wedding. I'm hoping she'll get to get married in June now that they've got a vaccine and stuff. Hopefully. Hopefully, because I, I think she'd be really upset if she had to cancel it again. It's just so shit. So since it's, it's Christmas and this year's been so shit and we've had a big rager about how shit the year is, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. This is normally the the, the um the part where we play everyone's favourite quickfire game. But we thought since it's it's you know, it's it's just about Christmas and everybody needs a little bit of joy, I think. We thought we'd just do delight. Yeah. So we're gonna think of some enough, things. Enough this... shite or delight. Yeah, which is delight. 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 Special Christmas bonus. Delight. Yeah. But think of things that have made us happy and been good about this year. I appreciate there's probably not very many, but what some things? What's what's made you? What's what's made you shout delight this year, Casey? I got to FaceTime with my nieces last week. Delight! It was great. It was so good. <laughs> uh, I love them. 
They are very cute. They are. Joni started talking and it's adorable. Oh, what does she say? Like, whole sentences. That's like, amazing. She's, she's, How old is she's, she? Uh, two. Nice. But, like, she can actually communicate now. It's great. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I had and a baby this year. You did have a baby. And she's not really, well, just sort of started talking. Like, we were shouting. My parents have a dog called Maddie. And um, the other day I was round and I remember what I was doing. I think I was just trying to, like, because you, you do that thing where you, you sort of talk and say, like, single words to them so that she can try and pick up on them yeah so i was sitting there going maddie because like you would when you shout the dog yeah. like maddie and she was going bab bab delight <laughs> yeah she was just going like proper shouting just going bab like that every time i went maddie <laughs> <laughs> so the poor dog's completely confused doesn't understand why she's been shouted on constantly my name's bab, bab now i'm going maddie and edith's going bab <laughs> which was really funny yeah, she's really cute. She's she's like salvaged this year. Yeah. She's eight months old now. Delight. And she like eats solid food and has a tooth and sits up and bashes things about, knocks things off. She's basically like a cat. Amazing. Like she's got a little baby walker and she toddles around the room and just pulls everything off the tables that she comes to. Yes. It's really funny. But it does mean that if you if you kind of notice quickly that there's something breakable on a table, you have to it's like the bit in you know the bit in Mary Poppins where the cannon goes off and they've got to hold everything to stop it all falling down. Yeah. It's like kind of like that, but you've got to just rush and pick everything up really quickly before she gets to it because she will just haul. She pulled a glass of gin all over my switch. Oh no. At my mum's because my sister was letting her. I think my sister actually was like holding her, so she was like standing next to the table and she just got hold of this glass of gin and just hauled it everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> She's a cat. It's really funny, but she she is cute. The littlest diva. I got a video last week of my other niece's uh, primary school rock band, the Rocking Seagulls. Big shout out to the Rocking Seagulls. <laughs> she plays the drums. That's so cute. They're so good. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing came out. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. That was so good. Also single-handedly saving. Delight. Delight. Love Animal Crossing. Still building shit in Animal Crossing. So good. My sister got engaged. Delight. Delight. So good. I'm so happy for her. I'm She's so getting married in April 2022. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Weddings are so I'm much gonna fun. I'm going to be the maid of honour. Yay. Delight. Delight. I'm so excited. All the draft environments have been great this year. Delight. They've all been so much fun. Delight. It's Christmas just about. Delight. Delight. We've got a Christmas tree. We've got oh. a Christmas tree up. What's it like? It's it's really good. It's got sparkly lights on it. Love. I've got a Christmas tree up, but my cat keeps climbing in it, which is incredibly annoying. I was going to ask which one, but... But you um, know which one. I know which one. The asshole. Because one of them's a loaf and one of them's an asshole. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, actually. That's incredibly accurate. Oh, Scottish legend Bradley Barkley... Won. won the Pro Tour! Yay! Delight! <laughs> it wasn't, it was, what was it, like, the world, it was, I don't even know what competition it was, but who gives it a was fuck the, he won it? the Zendikar Season Championship. Yes, and he but won. But it's basically a Pro Tour. The Leg- Ice Shark, it was so good! Legend. Such a fucking legend. Such a fucking legend. And we had an all-British Pro Tour final. Yeah, because he beat um, Autumn. 
Yeah. Which is a really, like, I felt really bad for being like, yes, Bradley, because I really didn't want to cheer against all of them. But I know. It was I've so never, I've never had the final of, like, a premiere event where I have so much wanted both people to win. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, a straight draw. Like, is there any way we can make them both the champion? Because yeah. that would be a delight. But that's the kind of thing that it would have been, like, oh, if it happened in paper somewhere, it would have been, like, on a level with Gary oh. Campbell winning. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you like, imagine the, if that happened in, like, at, at, at a GP, at an in-person event that we were the, all at? The week after that happened, so that happened, like, one weekend. The next weekend was supposed to be GP London. Oh, can you... Can you like, imagine? Like, neither of us would have been there because I think we we discussed before that it was like trying to go to London week before Christmas would have been stupid anyway. But can you imagine the the atmosphere? Can you imagine the party? It'd be ridiculous. It'd be so good. It'd be strong. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, if there was coverage, Riley trying to do commentary on the GP, whatever format it was going to be, and just you just constantly have Scotland behind them chanting for Bradley, even yeah. even even though it yeah. was the week like, earlier. Like, yeah, <laughs> it would have been amazing. Like if it had been if it had been at um at a GP like like the one last time we were in London, I think there was a pro tour or something on at the GP. Like it would have been, you know, the bit when Autumn won the pro tour and um, a handy like ran onto the stage to hug them. Yeah. It would have been like that, but an entire country. I know! <laughs> it would have been like a pitch invasion at the football. Oh. It would have been so good. It was so good. So good. I think that, that kind of buoyed a lot of people's spirits in Scotland. Yeah. Because it's there's no there's been no real magic events for ages. And I think there's been some online ones, like the stores have been running online ones and they've mm-hmm. been doing F&M at home and stuff like that, but... Um, Especially with the the sort of update that we got the, um, the other day that we're going, mainland Scotland is going into tier four, which means the closure of all non-essential shops, which yeah. covers um, like game stores as well. Yeah. So all the game stores are going to have to close for at least three weeks, which is a big loss for them. Mm-hmm. Which is a PSA, actually, because I think I said this on Twitter as well, but if you have Christmas money or you want something to do over the Christmas holidays, this is a really good time. Yeah, um, find to, your local game store's website. Yeah, and buy from them. And I think a lot of them are doing, um, like, you know, like collection maybe, where they'll just kind of, or delivery where they'll leave stuff. But if you can order, or even before lockdown happens this week, you know, order or buy stuff from your LGS. Because, yeah. like, that's a, when the margins are so tight on game stores generally as it is, like, it's closing for three weeks. Especially after Christmas, which is usually probably, I would imagine, a big time for them anyway, because people will have. Christmas money and they'll be in town anyway looking at boxing day sales and stuff yeah, like that's going yeah, to be totally. a big loss for them so if you can buy something off your LGS website or you know if you can't then share their page or their website or whatever and kind of encourage people to do the same and, and keep them afloat because I think this has been a really difficult year for I think I can think of at least one store in Scotland that's already had to shut up just because of the pandemic it's just grim so if you if you if you can do something to support your LGS and make sure that they're there for us to come back to when this is all over. LGS is delight. Delight. Uh, vaccine being made available. Delight. delight. My mum's had it already. My gran say. had it. Oh, yeah. so good. I really hope it makes next year better. I hope so. Oh, God, really it can't do. be. I was gonna say it can't be much worse, but let's not fucking go there. 
Let's not say let's, that. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. So thank you for joining us on our Christmas special of Scourge Divas. Um, yeah. Hopefully in the new year we'll be back to recording more regularly now that I don't have a child that fights sleep and shits up her back. Um, Casey, if people want to find you on social media to tell you what's made them happy this year, where can they do so? They can find me on Twitter at PurpleSnap or you can find us both on Twitter at Scourge Divas. Um, you can also email us at scourge.divas at gmail.com. We'll both pick that up. Yep. Where can we find you, Kirsty? You can find me on the, the, the Scourge Diva outlets that Casey just described, but also on Twitter at Artist and Instagram at Artist. Uh if you want to come and be a tibble in my mentions. <laughs> or just tell me something nice about your day. Or send me photos yeah. of your dog. Oh, All we, of these that we always like photos of your dogs. God, we love photos or of your, your cats. Or your kids. Yeah. Please send us nice delight. photos of delight, things that have made you happy this year. And we'll try and get, we'll, we'll have a positive end. A few days of niceness yeah. in this shitty year. And then hopefully 2021 will be better. I and hope so. We will so. be back regularly in your ear holes. Which we will. It's a positive for us. Hopefully it's a positive for you. If it's not, then you've listened to an hour of this. Why did you do that? (laughs) Get a hobby. Yeah. A better hobby than hate listening to our podcast. (laughs) Although thanks to the numbers, bitch. (laughs) Have a nice Christmas. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye.